This is Esther, and you're listening to Sometimes Always. We are on hiatus this week, but we'll be back next week with part one of our discussion on HBO's Watchmen series. Until then, please enjoy this mini-sode. I do want to discuss quickly the concept of canon and what that means. It basically just means the official version of something. But when you get into Watchmen, you get into a tricky area with that because there are many versions of what is considered official. A virtual quagmire, you might say. Yes, very much so. Is it official because Alan Moore says so? That's basically my stance. Uh, Is it official if Dave Gibbons says it's okay? If DC allows it? I don't know. It's just, yeah, really. (laughs) If it makes them money, it'll be canon. And if you feel that that's enough, then that's your own call. But I feel like most of us would disagree with that. So I think everybody here knows that there is a sequel and a prequel to the Watchmen graphic novel. And a lot of fans are really divided on whether or not those count. There is Doomsday Clock, which is a sequel, and Before Watchmen, which is a prequel or a series of it's like they're in issues and a lot of people are really divided on those because alan moore is not involved in any of those things i don't know playing devil's advocate though i mean there's the rights holder issue which i don't agree with necessarily but as the rights holder i mean that is the definitive voice on it and just because there's an emotional outcry from the fans that Mm, that is because Alan Moore is the creator of it and I know like I said we get into a weird area here but I I personally am like okay well Alan Moore says that the only thing that counts is the graphic novel then I'm gonna go with that do you guys know anything about like the the James Dean movie that's gonna come out here he's gonna be in like a war movie right and he's he's dead obviously oh so like the oh oh, like James Dean like yeah like like, yeah yeah like the the actor who died no holographically reincarnated yeah they're gonna gonna, like digitally insert him into a into a war movie yeah and be in his estate like we're like yep go for it uh yep this and so that's kind of how i feel about all this of course they said it was cool but it's ghoulish you know it's it's really ghoulish oh i want to make more money off of this property i have that people love and when you should just kind of let it let it lie let it let it do what it, it wants and maybe if alan moore wanted to do any more with it for sure i think david gibbons is the gray area for sure because he was like a huge he was like an executive producer like a mm-hmm, like a consultant mm-hmm. on the show yep so i was like oh okay like this this gets a lot of legitimacy for me but is there gonna be like a distinction on imdb for like real james dean and ghost. virtual yeah, ghost. <laughs> otherwise there's like a james huge dean. leap of time from like yeah. previous action yeah and they are they, acting they've been talking about adding more holographic actors or like more like that's so weird yeah right and it's, it's again it's just it's ghoulish it makes me feel so my skin crawl and that's kind of how i've always felt about these offshoots of the Watchmen. No. Like, well, no. Okay, but again, to play devil's advocate, where do you draw the line? Who does make that decision then? Who decides it's creepy and who I, decides it's okay? 
I would think that the artist has 100% control over that, especially... Except that he doesn't, legally. Except he doesn't. And so this afterwards, it's just kind of fuck like... Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they don't care about artistic merit. No company gives a fuck about it. Maybe a few if they're independent or anything like that. Mega corporations like that. You know, DC makes fucking tons of movies. They sunk like millions of dollars into a failed Justice League movie. Like, of course, they have tons of money, and they're like, yeah, whatever makes us more money, this property that is a landmark in comic books, yeah, let's just keep pumping that out. Let's just keep doing that. No no giant corporation has artistic integrity, not even Marvel. Like, like No, uh, no. And, and that kind of brings us to the whole Alan Moore versus DC Comics situation. Alan Moore used to be one of DC's writers. He wrote for Batman, Swamp Thing, and a bunch of other stuff. Miracle Man, a lot of stuff. I'd like to read more of his stuff. DC had a standard contract with its writers at the time where DC owned the rights to the characters as long as they were being used in publications. If they weren't used, the rights would revert back to the creators, which is usually what happened because multiple printings of graphic novels and comics weren't really a thing at the time until Watchmen which was so successful and so profitable that DC made sure it never, ever went out of print and basically blocked Alan Moore from ever owning the rights to the characters that he created again. I guarantee you the licensing has changed since. So Alan Moore feels like he was tricked and is very bitter about that, very against any adaptations to any of his work, and he was very against sequels, prequels, any of that stuff, the movie, the show... But he said to DC at the time, fair enough, you've managed to swindle me, so I will never work for you again. Fair. And yeah, so he's against all of that stuff. And he wouldn't allow his name to be put on the movie or the show or any of these things, which is why Dave Gibbons' name appears on that stuff. So my feeling on that is I enjoyed the show for the most part. And I think somebody on Reddit put it really well. They said, the Watchmen show is really great fan fiction. Yeah. Basically, yeah. is kind of what it is. So if you look at it like Watchmen fan fiction, I feel like it makes more sense than if you look at it as, quote, canon. And I'm kind of torn on that because I've read a lot of things that are offshoots from, like, a main show, like a book that was written. Usually those things, though, whoever created those characters is giving they're okay to that. Like, Cursed Child wasn't written by J.K. Rowling, but she put her name on it, said that was okay. So I feel like if you're going to make money off of fan fiction, in my heart of hearts, I really want the person that created that art to say it's okay. Yeah. Man, I feel so bad for Alan Moore, because he hey, really even, did get fucked. Even Weird Al asks permission before yeah. he parodies <laughs> Yeah, <stuff>. absolutely. <laughs> I kind of want to take um, another aspect of, like, the devil's advocate position that Bob was just talking about, where I kind of feel that with art if we're gonna call it art in some aspect at a certain point it kind of takes on its own life when especially when interpreted by other people because we all had our own takeaways from the graphic Mm -hmm. novel and that none of those were kind of deemed like this is the interpretation of it so in a certain way it feels kind of weird to give that control to the creator in that way it's just kind of like saying for sure this is what this is and this is what counts this is what doesn't count because at a certain point we all take our own meaning from it and learn from it. On the one hand, yeah, creator input is important, but on the other hand, they can come up with weird stuff like, does anyone feel great about the Star Wars prequels? No. (laughs) That had artistic integrity. Yes, (laughs) exactly. That's a good point. But as a a creative, Mm -hmm. somebody who loves to do art, who makes their own art, sure. I I keep putting myself in Alan Moore's shoes. Somebody took a property I wrote, I put my, my soul into, I wrote... If somebody took a piece of my music and was like, 
hey, you don't own this anymore because you made it for us. We're going to keep making remixes of this song forever ad nauseum. Keep making money off of it. Fuck you. I would go to that building and burn it down because that's my art. But the difference is he knew that going in. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I think that's that's the the bigger issue is I think they need to fix how artists are handled from that source. If DC had approached him and was like, hey, we're making money off of this, buddy. What do you want to do? I think if that conversation happened, that we wouldn't be here. But it didn't. And right, so, but that still leaves that yeah. that gray area of the legality versus the emotional aspect of yeah. where is that line drawn? Because yeah. you're right, emotionally, I'm absolutely with you. He should absolutely yeah. have everything to do with that. He should be absolutely rewarded for that. However, he was working for a company. And that's, he can, yeah. it's, I mean, it's just it's, like that with any intellectual property. If you're yeah. working for a, a lab and you come up with something, you don't own that. Ooh. Your name's attached to it, but you don't own it. Mm-hmm. You know. I do wonder, though, if it was something like after a year... Mm-hmm. This all goes back to you, and because that's the way it had always been, and then it just didn't work out that way because it was this crazy success. Mm-hmm. So oh, it man, just you did too good. It feels <laughs> it feels kind of shitty. His own to damn me. fault. <laughs> it just feels shitty to me. I guess is what it comes down to. So I have mixed feelings about it. Like I said, if I look at the show as very expensive fan fiction, <laughs> then <laughs> I, I think it's the right feeling. Like they they knew what it was going for. And they were able to nail that feeling. An alien had read Watchmen and were like, hmm, yes, let's see what we can do with this. And then tried really hard to try to capture that. Are and, you calling out yeah. Damon Lindelof right now? Is he an alien? <laughs> yeah, fuck David Lindelof. <laughs> but what kind of alien is he? Is he a Cray? Is he a reptilian? <laughs> Whatever's in The Simpsons. Whatever those guys are. Oh, yeah, what are yeah. those? Yeah. I don't know if they have names. I mean, I know they're, they, have they, names, they have names, but I don't know if yeah. their race is... I think their name. race it's, is definitely It's mentioned. Kang and Kodos are yeah. their names. Yeah, look at that. Um, <laughs> Simpsonspedia. Uh, 